In this bulletin, the yes campaign for the voice to parliament submits their case to the electoral commission. Executives of consultancy firm Deloitte front a Senate committee following the PWC tax leak scandal. And in sport, the Matildas call for gender equality in football as the countdown begins to the FIFA World Cup. Having collaborated across Parliament, the Yes campaign for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament is to hand in its wording for the referendum pamphlet. Supporters of the Voice are submitting their case to the Australian Electoral Commission today. Crossbenchers who voted to bug the Voice legislation were offered briefings led by Indigenous Australians Minister Linda Barney and Attorney General Mark Dreyfus. Ms. Barney described the process as collaborative and says it had brought together the best arguments in support of the Voice. Minister for Northern Australian for Northern Australia, Madeleine King, says she hopes people will read the document. We've worked with independent members of parliament uh, and also the Greens. So we've worked across the board to make sure the yes part of the pamphlet is constructive, collaborative and most of all really positive and passes on information to all Australians. A national centre which, which will aim to bring the benefits of genomics medicine to First Nations people has been launched in Melbourne. Indigenous Australians typically have a life expectancy of 10 years less than the general population. The lead of the Australian Alliance for Indigenous Genomics says 80% of the gap is due to chronic disease. The centre will be governed by an Indigenous council to ensure all DNA provided is treated with respect. Queensland's biggest celebration of First Nations arts and culture is underway in Keynes. The multi-arts program of events is aimed at inspiring, educating and entertaining, entertaining art collectors as well as curators and visitors. More island dancers welcomed all, the, all to the Keynes Indigenous Art Fair known as Kayaf. 50,000 people are expected to view the work of some 600 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander artists. Consultancy firm Deloitte has admitted an employee inadvertently breached confidentiality protocols by mishandling government information. Executives of Deloitte Australia have fronted the Senate Finance and Public Administration Committee, answering questions around their work with the government in the wake of the PwC tax leak scandal. The member of the Big Four accounting firm told the committee there was 121 substantiated matters this financial year, which included one case of fraud and one case of misusing government information. Deloitte's chief risk officer, Nessa Pelosi, says the breach occurred when one employee shared confidential government information with another employee without proper authorization. The incident um, that we refer to in our questions on notice did relate to a breach of our protocols in relation to the handling of government um, information. So we did identify um, the matter and we obviously um, reported it to the department within 48 hours. And the incident itself related to the protocols that we had in place from one team member working with another team member on the same engagement. Environment and Water Minister Tanya Plibersek says the Labour government is still in a strong position despite a new poll showing support for the Labour Party is at its lowest since the 2022 election. 
News poll published in the Australian newspaper shows the coalition has failed to benefit from the decline as voters swing to independents and minor parties. Labour's primary vote has fallen two points to 36%, its weakest result since it won office with base support of 32.6%. While the coalition won the Faden by election over the weekend, support for the party nationally has fallen to 34%. Instead, some voters are supporting the Greens and One Nation Party, both increasing by 1% in the poll. Cabinet Minister Tanya Plibersek told Channel 7 the Labour government is more focused on cost of living relief. Oh, well, polls jump around all the time and we don't take too much notice of them. Uh, it's still a very strong position for the government. We're 10 points ahead, two-party preferred. But as I say, our real focus is not the polling. It's actually dealing with the cost of living issues that you're talking about. That's why we've introduced cheaper childcare. It's why we've halved the cost of medicines. It's why we're making it easier to see a doctor uh, bulk bills using just your Medicare card instead of your credit card. It's why we support higher wages. The, the Royal Commission into Defence and Veterans Suicide is set to resume public hearings today after recent criticism of its investigation. The inquiry will sit in Adelaide over the next two weeks as it focuses on safe workplaces in the Defence Force. It will examine how aspects of military life such as leadership, postings and promotions, deployment and career management can impact the mental health and well-being of Defence Force members and their families. Air Force Director General Personnel Karen Ashworth says she doesn't agree that the Defence Force privileges personnel over the well-being of its members. I think that people are the heart of our organisation. We recognise that we can't do our job without people um, and therefore we need our people to be supported and looked after as well as possible through the systems and processes we interact a new report has found women in media remain concerned about gender equality and a lack of industry support. The Women in Media Industry report suggests 54% of women are unsure or dissatisfied with the progress of their careers. It also found three times more women in 2023 say they have limited access to development than, 22, than 2022 and discrimination was five times more commonly experienced. The report recommends the media industry commits to actively addressing gender equality and creates pathways to promotion. The Business Council of Australia has called for improved employment outcomes for people with disability. A report by the council has found 92% of its members want to recruit more people with a disability to their workforce. It also suggests only 6% of business council members have employees with disability at the senior management level. Australian Network on Disability Chief Executive Corinne Strauss says many businesses are open to making their workplaces more inclusive but don't know where to start. In Europe, people are being warned to prepare for the most intense heat wave of the summer and also one of the most intense of all time. Predictions of historic highs in the coming days has led Italy's health minister to sound a red alert for 16 cities including Rome, Bologna and Florence. The Acropolis in Athens, one of Greece's top tourist attractions, closed for a third day running during the day's hottest hours. Greek meteorologist Yanis Kalianos explains why temperatures are so high. 
Every year we experience a transfer of warm air in the southern part of Europe. We could experience one, two, three, even four heat waves through the summer. There might be some slight changes, but we will experience heat waves every year, and they mostly come from North Africa, where climate change has played a role and will continue to play a role is in the number of heat waves we will experience. And in sport, there are calls for FIFA to honour its commitments to gender equality in football if the 2023 Women's World Cup is to have a lasting impact on the sport. Dr. Michelle O'Shea of Western Sydney University says FIFA needs to commit in writing to a promise made earlier this year of equal prize money in the tournament by 2027. Prize money for the 2023 Women's Tournament will be a quarter of the amount offered at the Men's Tournament last year. Dr. O'Shea, a senior lecturer on gender and diversity in sport, says it's time for FIFA to take responsibility for achieving equality in the game. This is a labour that our female footballers are always exerting on all matter of facets of their engagement in the game and something their male peers and counterparts have never had to, to certainly do in the, in the modern era. So, yeah, I think the time is now and that um, they really need to, to pull, the, pull the sort of game up to the level that it ought to be and that's investment and that's prize money. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, sunny 31, Perth, partly cloudy 20, Adelaide, sunny 15, Melbourne, sunny 16, Hobart, partly cloudy 16, Albury, Wodonga, sunny 15, Canberra, clouds clearing 16, Wollongong, partly cloudy 20, Sydney, possible shower 19, Newcastle, a shower 221, Brisbane, a shower 221 as well, Townsville, mostly cloudy 26, Cairns, a shower 227, Early Springs, mostly sunny 23, Darwin, similar conditions with a top of 33, and the Torres Strait Islands, a sunny day ahead and a top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 